This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. Guess what? I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. It is. It's Taco Jamie. Tuesday. Let's talk about it. Oh my god! I'm telling you what. That was my, corny my, as fuck. <laughs> I know, but you know what? My six year old has me so trained at this point. I think I might have talked about it before. I didn't have Taco right. Tuesday before. I, I he came was in so and I looked, upset. I looked for the hamburger. I was like, that bitch better be making his tacos. I, even, I know, but I'm like, I don't even want it anymore. I'm so spent on Taco Tuesday, which is funny because like I can eat Mexican type sort of food all the time, but I am so spent on tacos. And after, and I was, <laughs> if you guys have followed along from the beginning, you know that Jamie has a sister named Kira. And when she, when Jamie does something that Kira doesn't approve of, she gives her disappointed Kira face. Well, that is the same exact thing that my six-year-old does to me now. He gives me disappointed, I can't believe you didn't make me my goddamn tacos face. And now I'm like, as big and bad as I think I am, it like breaks my entire heart when he t- he's like, you're going to make tacos? I was waiting all day for tacos. Like he like freaks out. He's like, it's tacos. And he, like, freaks out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this kid, like, runs my whole entire life for Taco Tuesday. So that's what's out there. And I'm like, God. And I looked at Bruce. And I'm like, I just, I just don't want tacos anymore. <laughs> I'm just so sick of tacos. <laughs> but how dare I let the six-year-old down and have him give me disappointed you didn't make me taco face. So today, driving here, um, Salem Church Road by the by the high school, um, the traffic is backed up because uh-huh. of, of that accident. On 95. It's everywhere, though. So, like, every road is bad right now. So, here. it was like when school was just about to let out and the crossing guards were out there. And I love how the crossing guards at Christiana High School are like the same crossing guards that we had when we were at Christiana High School 25 years ago. They sure look like it, at least. <laughs> it huh? is. They are the same people. Are they? Oh my gosh. So, okay. one of them, like, I'm coming and she's got, she's like, blows her little whistle. And she puts her stop hand out. So I'm like, whoa. Like, she stepped out in front of me with a purpose like this. But she was doing this. Like, she was stopping the car behind me but waving me on. Yeah. She looked like an old-ass white supreme. She's like, baby, baby. (laughs) But, like, with purpose, she was like, hmm. I was like, what? And she was like, no, you go. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Don't yell at me. I don't go here anymore. (laughs) You're not the boss of me. I don't listen to you. You're not the boss of me. It seems like a lot of the kids had their their last day of school today. So uh, Jonathan had his last day of 10th grade. A little Miss Scarlett had mm-hmm. her last day of middle school altogether. I'm like, so now let's bring on the sleeping all day, being up all night, room smelling like asshole. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it's like, it's so different. Like when we had summer, like when summer hit us, like we would be up. I mean, we might have slept in or whatever, but then we were out all day long. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I just feel like... But I feel like it's hotter than it was in our summer. I do feel like it's hotter. And I don't know, that, and I feel like just by the simple fact of me being like, well, we would be outside when we went on summer break. We just had to be with our friends. It's like, I need to go to the front door, and next to the door, there's a closet. And that closet is my walker. Right. Yeah, so my walker and my calcium shoes and all that stuff are like all right there because that's how old it makes me feel. And I'm like, well, when we were that age, we were. Blah, 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 we walked blah. to school both ways uphill in the snow with no shoes. <laughs> 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 just a purpose and a drive to be better Americans. But yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. So now it's like my kids like, oh, I had to last day of school and blah blah blah. It's like I don't have to you know, wake up anymore, and it's just like, oh, God, like, he is going to smell, uh, so much fun, so. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Well, you're lucky, I know, well, there's four kids in the house, so there's six of us now. Now there's so many kids in here. There's like, so many it, kids, and I'm so unused to it. It's you're so, so exhausted all the time. I am, well, because you know what, and all they do is bitch, all of them, all of them, bitch, 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 I'm like, oh, my God, and you're not expected to ever be angry about it either. Because how dare you? Or like this newfangled parenting that you're supposed to be doing in oh, it's this fucking bullshit. 2021. It's like, you know, you're, I mean, especially the six-year-old. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you right bitchy, now, bitchy people, little child. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I will tell your kid all about themselves. I do. Like, I, I would be like, you're a fucking asshole. 
And if your kid hits me, I'm hitting them back. And if your no, kid bites me. No, my kids would never me, do that. Well, I'm not saying you. Yeah. But I'm saying in general. If yeah. your kid bites me, I'm biting them back. If they slap me, I'm slapping them back. If they pull my hair, I'm pulling their fucking hair back. I'm not playing with these kids. Fuck these kids. Like, they're, <laughs> they're disrespectful little fucking assholes nowadays because we don't treat them like they treat us. Mm-hmm. If you just reverse that shit right back on them, they'll be like, holy shit. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, well, it was funny. So yesterday, um, Jonathan and little guy were like in the pool, and you know we're sitting out there watching him. And then of course Jonathan like gets on his nerves, and the little one has like a tap out at like seven thirty. He like turns into a whole new child. Like that's what we said. It's like it's like our our loving little six year old disappears, and a demon it gets inserted into him. And so he gets out of the pool because he's done with Jonathan's shit. Like Jonathan's like smack him in the head with like a noodle pool noodle and I mean any other time they play like the whole time like it's so funny like they'll play for hours in the pool last night he had had enough and Jonathan would smack him in the head with a noodle and he had had enough of his shit and he got himself out the pool he threw foop, foop, fell out of that pool he was like I'm done stomp 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 on the grass stomping and I'm like you know it's the grass <laughs> the whole point of stomping is so you can hear someone stomp right so the grass sort of like tamps that purpose. down for you yeah and I was just like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm really mad. And I was like, well, you're stomping your feet on the grass. And, you know, you're just going to hurt your little toes at this point. He's like, I don't care. I'm very mad. Jonathan's a butthead. And I was like, well, I mean, you do have a point. So it was like so funny because it was kind of being a butthole. But it's like, you're right. These fucking kids, they like, all they do is fight all night. Well, my parents had a barbecue this past weekend. So we throw all the kids in except for the oldest, Christopher. So all the kids are in the car. We all go. Go. Have a nice time. Get back in the car. And the two teenagers team up on the tired six-year-old Aww. in the back. And then we end up at Arby's where we have to order all kinds of food. And $60 later, <laughs> I was like waiting for this poor woman to have to go into therapy by the time we were done ordering all this food because everybody couldn't decide what they wanted. And then we were like, oh, well, we only want this. And like, why don't you make it a meal? And it just was a whole thing anyway. But the two teenagers like, you know, teamed up on the, uh, the six-year-old. And let me tell you what. The six-year-old was not having it. <laughs> he is like Jonathan. He is like a six-year-old version of Jonathan. He is very high-willed. And I, I swear to God, like, Bruce and I just looked at each other. We're like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. He was like, me too. I'm just, I'm just so tired. <laughs> I was like, I think we're just going to leave the house. And, like, it'll become a Lord of the Flies situation. And then we're just going to leave survival of the fittest yes and then you know maybe they'll like sort of you know how like when you when they don't have any choice but they have to sort of come together and become like a little their own little city with rules and shit i'm like we'll come back when that happens but by <laughs> then we'll be like we'll be like a warrant for arrest because we left all the kids but so yeah we made that joke but it, it, all in all it, it's definitely been a little adjustment i'm used to it being very quiet here yeah i'm used to it being very very quiet the kids are older like you know, it's and very six quiet year olds or anything but quiet yeah but he's my little chicken nugget i just he's he's a hoot i mean he's He's very high-willed, and he knows exactly what he wants, and if you annoy him, which is, like, he's like me, I swear to God, like a six-year-old, like, the the list of what doesn't annoy him is shorter than the one that does, kind of like me, so I get him that way, but um, just, you know, all of them together and all their personalities and all their wants and needs, like, you know, we're still sort of trying to figure out how to, like, streamline everything, <laughs> so it's it's been interesting, but I love them all. I wouldn't change anything, but mom was tired. I bet you are. I'm ready to go back on a trip. I said, when can we go back to Daytona? He's like, I don't know. Never. Probably. I, I'm leaving the toll plaza on the 11th. Jamie got a new job. I did. I got a new job at the DMV. <laughs> she's going to be that woman at the DMV. I am. Where you go up there and be like, you know, I was supposed to have this, this, and this. And she's like, oh, were you? Did you do X, Y, and Z? Well, go in that line over there. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I'm going to be that one. I'm very helpful. Actually, in another two months, though, because she's going to be done with people's shit. So, I'm leaving the toll plaza on the 11th. Um, I was supposed to work this weekend, and I got sick. Like, I threw up from 9 o'clock on Saturday morning until, I don't know, I slept till 4. Really? And then I got up, and then I was back in bed by 10. Oh, my God. And the next morning, I woke up, and I was sore. Like, my whole body ached. I felt like shit. Oh, So, Paco's like, we need to go to urgent care. Like, Paco's like, let's go. Oh my God, did you have Corona? No. They tested me for it. They were like, you're you're showing symptoms. And I was like, I'm showing what? I got a stomach flu. And they were like, no, we can present ourselves. And then I remember Mimi was the yeah. thing. So Your sister I'm, too, Carrie too. Yeah, I'm negative for okay. the Corona. wonder what you had. It was probably just a stomach bug. But it was bad. Like, I was freaking miserable. Paco was like, you want to go out? And he was like, you know, 
we're gonna go see Lester and Winnie at the Green Turtle and blah 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 and I was like are you kidding me? Did you not just see me vomiting all day long? What made like, you think that I want to go to the Green Goddamn I was like, Turtle? No, I don't want to go out. Like I don't want to move. Like no, thank you. No, and then we went to urgent care on Sunday, and then I came back and I sat up for a little bit, watched TV. Next thing you know, I was sleeping on the couch, and he was watching Duck Dynasty. <laughs> oh my god, I can't picture him watching Duck Dynasty. I don't know why. That was such a redneck. <laughs> no, he really I said he kind of is a little bit. He is. <laughs> So, we're watching Duck Dynasty, so I'm dreaming that I'm working for the people at Duck Dynasty. (laughs) And for Uh some reason, in my dream, Steve Perry, the lead singer from Journey, (laughs) also owns part of Duck Dynasty. He owns part of Duck Dynasty? And throughout my dream, I just break out in, like, (laughs) um, it's Shabin Young! (laughs) After all... And I'm singing Oh Sherry in this dream. And it was the weirdest shit. Because we're watching Duck Dynasty on the fucking TV and I'm trying to sleep. And this is why I don't sleep with the TV on. Right. Because it inserts itself into my subconscious. Exactly, yeah. So I'm like, I woke up and then Paco was gone. And I was like, what the fuck is this motherfucker? Oh my he God. He was just upstairs. But his snoring is what put me to sleep in the first place. Like he really? fell asleep on the one couch and was snoring and I was like... Oh my, no, I can't fall asleep when he snores. Like, it'll wake me up and I'll be like, baby, roll over, roll over. Oh uh, no, Paco, lulled. Paco has a very, like, the pitch of it, the, the rhythm of it, it's very, like, it's not like, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's very, it's like a deep rumble. It's like an ASMR type thing yes, for you, it is. is it? It is, and he, it, I'm just like, Well, so you're going to start your new job, and then you got to leave Kathy. It's going to be very Kathy. weird for you. I told Scarlett today I was leaving at the end of the month, and she was so upset, and Hayden is not ready. Hayden's, yeah. Hayden's not ready either, and, like, I feel like they're going to kill each other if I'm not there. <laughs> God, they might. But I picked her up today from the last the last day of school, and, you know, she walks over to the car, and she gets in, and I'm like, come on, let's go, last day, bitches. She was like, <laughs> conversation because we were stuck in fucking traffic it took us forever to get back and then wawa was fucking slammed but we ended up getting back to the house and then she was like i want to see a picture of you in high school so i found one of those for her oh did you really oh my god well you know i guess this is my way to segue i guess so there was also something that happened to um a high school in scranton pennsylvania tell me about it you got it you got it so, according to ABC Channel 6 News, on June 3rd, they posted, Bobcat causes Pennsylvania high school evacuation, revealed to be a missing house cat. Oh, and- shit. They evacuated, and all they had to do was go, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny, because you look at it, and the cat's kind of big. Right. Right? But then, like, there's a picture of what they can see on their camera, and then you actually see the cat that they found. And you're like, it's just a humongous, like, house cat. Like, it's so funny. And this family's like, it's our cat. It's been missing. Like, it's just so funny. Well, they just hold the whole damn school now. So it says, a little cat confusion created quite the scare at a high school in Scranton, Pennsylvania. It began when West Scranton High School officials thought a bobcat was roaming around the school Tuesday morning. They saw a surveillance video of the alleged bobcat in the school's cafeteria. As a precaution, they sent the students home early and called in the game commission. Oh, my God. And they were, like, sent them home, brought in, like, you know, I don't know, the, the furry version of the SWAT team. Right? <laughs> Wildlife officials spent about two hours searching for the bobcat inside the high school. What they found was no bobcat. It was a regular house cat. It looks, I mean, identical. It has the colors of a bobcat. It's missing a tail, game warden John Bowman said. So just err on the side of caution. We wanted to make sure all the students were safe and, safe and staff are safe. <laughs> the cat is actually a clouded jack, which is an exotic breed that resembles the wild animal. I don't think anyone would have predicted this, of course. But again, our staff and students did a wonderful job not reacting, just quietly got out of the building, and we will let the professional animal control do their job, the district superintendent said. Once officials safely removed the cat, volunteers at Griffin Pond Animal Shelter found out the feline was microchipped. It turned out the cat had been missing for the last three months. Holy shit. Now the cat named Kashi has been reunited with its family. 
had us for a little bit of a run around town, uh, had us for a little bit of a run around town trying to follow leads and stuff. And then behold, he's at West Scranton High School. So sorry, guys, the owner, Shanine Johnson said. But it's just so funny because, I mean, but when you look at it, it may be what they think. But when you see the picture of the cat, he doesn't look like he's a special cat. He Aww, just looks like a your run-of-the-mill house cat to me. how cute him Yeah, but how funny is that? So he's been missing for three months. They end up finding him. It's like, you know, hey, you know, it's kind he, of funny. Mass, and it's panic and, Mac, mass panic ensues. Yeah, it's so, so funny. So um, For Morris, the house cat. I don't know if anybody follows. I don't know. There's this one page on um, Instagram that I follow. And I'm wondering if it'll pop up. It's the Useless Farm. Oh, yeah. I, uh, oh my god, it's so funny! With the with the emu named Karen, yeah, I follow her on Snapchat. Oh, do you and follow they, her? The dickhead um, chicken named Brad. Yep. And and there's Michael, who mm-hmm. is the llama. Yeah. Well, she just she just like you know they all of them got their little shave down, right? And she thinks and she calls him Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. He doesn't look like Bon Jovi. <laughs> he's definitely got a model. I just had to say, like, if you guys are following the uh, the useless farm, you have to. I mean, this woman she's is on so TikTok freaking too, funny. And she's funny. I think everything that she pretty much does is on TikTok, and she shares it to her Instagram. Yeah, that's so I just pretty have much to, like, how it find works. Her. But yeah, you guys have to go uh, find her. She's really really funny. If you're looking okay, for something, so. Speaking of animals causing a panic. Okay, I'm ready. So this was from Newsweek on May 13th. So it's not new, but it's new to me. Okay. A large python snake found hidden in the toilet rolls in a family bathroom. Oh, I would shit my pants. Oh, and of course it's fucking Australia. Is it Australia? It's Australia. Gosh, damn it, Australia. In Queensland, Australia, it says Sunshine Coast snake catchers 24-7 in Queensland, Australia are used to encountering reptiles regularly, up, updating their 180,000 Facebook followers on their finds. But the page shared the surprising location of one that was found yesterday. It says I the, would die. The page shares a video to help educate the public about reptiles and how to deal with them when they are encountered. According to the website, according to their website, but followers will be hoping that they won't have to put these lessons from the video into practice. Stuart McKenzie took a Facebook took to Facebook to post a video documenting the removal of a snake from toilet rolls in a Sunshine Coast family's bathroom. Just received a call for a large carpet python that's actually going into the family's bathroom. Oh my which God. isn't good. There's no way it can easily get out. So they can... Oh, great. It's not good for the python that it's like in the family bathroom because it doesn't have a way to get out. Oh, God. No, it's no good for the family, because what do people have to pee? I know. I'm just thinking, you know, it's oh. the worst night in your nightmare. I don't know if every once in a while you just look in your toilet to make sure there's nothing Oh, I always make sure there's nothing behind the shower curtain and there's nothing in the toilet before I take a poop. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, take a poop. so they need to come out and get it back, back outside so the family can have the shower and go to the toilet. See? Australia's Sunshine Coast is home to over 200 species of snakes, eight of them which have life-threatening venom. Luckily for the family, carpet pythons are not one of those venomous snakes. However, they are the most common snake found in the area. After a brief search for the unwanted guest, he spots it poking out of the end of a basket filled with toilet paper rolls above the dryer sitting snug in the corner. That's crazy. He says, wow, he's a decent size. Mackenzie then bravely takes the basket down and places it on top of the toilet. You don't belong in here, buddy, he says, putting it more kindly than most Don't you love that where they're like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Before catching it, catching it easily with his tool and placing it into a large bag. I came in and it went to the toilet. And then I went and washed my hands at the sink. And I walked out and my daughter walked in. She just came out screaming real fast and said, it's right over there. <laughs> Much the relief for some followers in the comic. Mackenzie lets the carpet python back into the bush. At the end of the video, but not before giving him a well wish. See you later, buddy. Stay out of the bathrooms, please. Oh, no, 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 no. Ew, is that what they found, or is that yes. just a picture no, of one what, of them? No, that's what they found. Fuck that noise. No, 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 I'm going to have to that's just. That's going to be a no for me. I'm going to. No, 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 no. You know what? <laughs> so, you know, Florida is quite like. Okay, Florida is the Australia of America. It is. I mean, I think it's safe to say that at this point, um, they have the weirdest shit that goes on. 
And, um, yeah, I, I firmly believe in that. And this story sort of predicates that. So this was, according to ABC News, so, again, like another, you know, daddy news. And it doesn't, oh, June 3rd. So, and it says, I was inside its mouth. What? That's what the guy said. Florida man attacked by alligator while swimming in a river. Oh, okay. you know what? He posted himself on TikTok. He is fucked up. First of all, why the F would you just do Oh, he's got a huge egg on his forehead. Yeah, and he's got like a huge scar. Yeah, because he fucking... I mean, First why of would all, you be in the goddamn It's not a water? puppy! You know goddamn well... Well, he was looking for megalodon teeth, apparently. Because, I guess, you know, apparently they were around here, or around that area. But it's like, you know gosh dang well that there is just critters in every orifice in Florida. I don't know. I mean, is it just me... I mean, seriously, when I think about Florida and I think about ponds, I don't think, oh, that's going to sound great. I think about alligators. Right. It, it's not, and I mean, luckily, there's no crocodiles in the ocean in Florida like there <laughs> the are in ocean. Australia. <laughs> like, you can't even escape them bitches in the, in the ocean because you go in the ocean ones. and now there's saltwater crocodiles plus sharks. Fuck <laughs> Australia, man. You will never catch me in Australia. <laughs> never near the beach anywhere. Like... <laughs> One day we might end up with a show, though, and they'll be like, go to Australia, go to down, down, down. Oh, and that's fine, but... And you'll be like, we're going to need to go on the very safest area possible right. on the third story. And then watch us be up there doing our little show. We've got, like, a little And audience. one of those giant-ass husband And something, spiders. like, you know, false. Yeah, like, it just comes through the window and attaches itself to my head like an alien. <laughs> like, from Alien. You know, the movie Alien, where it's just, like, and it thinks I'm an egg or something. Right, no, and then just... Jamie, they sh- it shows that I love you, but not enough to save you from a giant-ass spider. Because I'm like, you're <laughs> on your own, bitch! You're like, save yourself! <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I'm like dying because it's our, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on. It should just be awful. But anyway, so it says the 25-year-old Florida man is recovering after being attacked by an alligator while he was searching for prehistoric shark teeth in a river last weekend. Tampa resident Jeffrey Heim was searching for megalodon shark teeth in the Mayaka, <laughs> Mayaka River. Right? Yeah, I know, right? Found got a kind of teeth. Yep. <laughs> and was only in the water for a few minutes when he was hit with such force that he thought it was a boat, he told NBC News. I thought it was a propeller. It hit me so hard, Heim said. I realized I was inside its mouth, and if the alligator hadn't decided to let me go on its own, there was nothing I could have done to fight it. Oh my god, that is, like, terrifying. He thinks the alligator that attacked him was about nine foot long and likely female, possibly looking to protect her eggs. Well, and I love how he, like, you know, I just know so much about alligators, so in my mind, I'm hypothesized. And all I can think of is, like, Judge Judy being like, you don't know anything. That that goes for the operation of their mind. You don't know. That's not fact. That's how much I watch Judge Judy, though. Like, it's it's so stupid. But, like, you don't really know. Mama said... And you don't really know that that's why she bit you. I mean, she bit you because you were where you didn't belong. We know why. If you've ever seen the movie freaking Waterboy, Mama said alligators are so mean because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. (laughs) Who said that? Have you ever seen the movie Waterboy? I probably, yeah, I did, but it's been like a long time. Mama said... Awesome. All right. Last month, Florida wildlife experts warned people to take increased caution over the next couple of months as alligator mating season began in May and continues through the summer. Following the attack, Hein was left with 34 stitches in his head. Oh, my God. A minor skull fracture and bite marks on one of his hands. And because of the swelling in his head, he is still unable to open his left eye. Doctors told Hein that he he does not have any brain damage from the attack and is expected to make a full recovery. Both um, his doctors... I beg to differ. He went into, not the ocean, in Florida, in a pond or a river, where he is absolutely... We know there's alligators there, on his own recognizance to go find prehist- teeth. prehistoric shark teeth. He was already brain damaged. <laughs> he went in pre-done, yeah. If you hear this, sir, I'm, I'm glad you're okay, and I hope you feel better soon, but... Uh, We're being bitches about it though well, what about that guy the one the old guy Stupid. who has like the cigar in his mouth and the puppy and the alligator gets his puppy and he goes in the thing and he grabs what? the alligator out you never saw that no it Does is he ter- see the puppy? yes but it's terrifying i see of course every time you go to watch anything it like always makes you um, well i saw this video on tiktok look where- it's right here okay there's the puppy look he literally goes in there Oh, oh my god, god, what is happening? Little alligator. Yeah, but he went and got it. He dragged it out. 
I, I'm sorry. He dragged this damn alligator out with the puppy in its mouth, yanks his goddamn teeth open, and doesn't even drop a cigar the whole time. I mean, he's like in like just gets in the water. He was saving his puppy. I know, but doesn't even drop his freaking cigar. I watched this lady on TikTok, and there was a bear on her fence. Oh, I saw that. And one her too. dogs were like going after it, and the dog, he, the bear went to grab one of them, her little puppies, and she went over. And she shoved the bear off the fucking fence. She was like, no. Oh. Well, yeah, I guess because it was, like, the cubs were up there, too. Like, if you look, there was, like, two cubs, and the cubs run away, and she's actually swatting at them to get them away, and then she comes out and just pushes the damn thing over. I've seen it probably six times at this point, and I'm still enthralled every time I watch it. Mm. But, yeah, so that 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 poor guy. In this video, he actually has his eye back open, but he does have, like, swelling on yeah, the side of his head. Yeah, he posted himself on TikTok. Um, okay. okay, so, speaking of Florida... Ladies and gentlemen, this little girl. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. This little girl is like, oh, let me turn this down. Like, she's a badass bitch. She's like, Shook Knight of the Suburbs. I don't know. Shook Knight of the Suburbs. I don't know. (laughs) But this little girl is crazy. So it's been on the news and everybody's been talking about the 12-year-old and the 14-year-old girl who broke into a house and found weapons and opened fire on the deputies. On deputies at the Sheriff's Department in Florida. Oh, my so, God. Why isn't it opening? So, apparently... Oh, because it's open already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is this happening to me? Okay, so, anyway. <laughs> I need cooperation! Def- deputies in Volusia Flor- County, Florida, shot a 14-year-old girl on Tuesday... After she and a 12-year-old boy fled, fled a group home, broke they into They definitely a, shot her? Oh, yeah, they, they shot her. Oh, I didn't know they shot yeah. her. Yeah. I talked about earlier. You, oh, okay. They didn't kill her. Okay, they, they shot didn't her. kill her. That's you right. You said, did they kill I her? I also said they killed her. Oh, shoot. I okay, so. Sorry. Whoops. Um, whoops, whoops. They shot the 14-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy fled, fled. They broke into a house, found multiple guns inside, and then opened fire on deputies, according to Sheriff Mike Chipwood. The girl was shot in the abdomen and the arm and is in stable condition while the boy was like, fuck this shit, I surrender, and was not injured by the sheriffs. Oh, my God. So, she, he was like, I don't know what to say. We have, <laughs> where have we gone wrong that a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old think it's okay to take the law, take on law enforcement, he said. The sheriff's mm. office on Wednesday released over nine minutes of edited video showing footage from body cameras and helicopters looking down at the scene. She's pointing the gun. She's pointing the gun behind the trash can, one officer says in the footage shortly before the deputies open fire. Charging affidavits charging affidavits for the juveniles indicate they were charged with attempted murder of law enforcement officer and armed burglary. The boy is 4 feet 11 inches tall and weighs 78 pounds, while the girl is 5 feet 11 inches tall. Well, that's a tall girl. That is a tall girl. And weighs 140 pounds. That's a big girl. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the affidavits include details from an interview that the boy in which he admits to shooting repeatedly at officers using a handgun. Oh, he used a handgun, a shotgun, and an AK-47. Oh, my God. That they had taken from the home. He told investigators that they saw deputies outside the home, at which point the girl said, I'm going to roll. <laughs> this is not funny. She said, I'm going to roll this down like GTA. Grand Theft Auto. I'm going to roll this Referring down. to the video game Grand Theft Auto, according to the affidavits, the boy told detectives he knew they were cops when they shot them because he wanted to harm them. There are no words for a 12-year-old. Those were the words of a 12-year-old, said Chitwood. The startling spree of gunfire came as Chitwood insisted deputies repeatedly tried to de- de-escalate the situation, make personal contact with the juveniles, and were forced to hide behind trees amid waves of shooting. Oh my god. We, we try to de- de-escalate. We throw a cell phone into the house and, to- and try to talk to them. The 14-year-old girl comes out of the garage with a pump shotgun, levels it <gasps> at deputies, and despite warning to drop it, she walks back into the garage. She comes back a second time, and that's when deputies open fire, Chitwood said. The boy has been in foster care since at least 2017, according to the sheriff. He does not have any prior criminal history but made two threats in school this year, once threatening to throw a brick at an administrator and five days later threatened to kill a student and spread his guts all over the bleachers. Jesus. Wow. The sheriff said on Tuesday that the girl that... Oh, here it is. The sheriff said on Tuesday that the girl had burned down a home in April 
But on Wednesday, he corrected himself, saying the girl had set fires in a wooded lot that came close to burning down the home. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Well, well, there we go. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement and Investigation investigating the officer's use of force to request, you know, they have to do that. Like, they're investigating the whole thing. The FDLE will examine the facts of what happened, develop, develop a timeline, and then provide information to the state attorney, who will make a determination about whether the use of, the use of, use of force was justified. This bitch had a fucking shotgun leveled at them and shot them. They were shooting at him with an AK-47. <laughs> Look, that girl is not going to be okay. Uh-uh. There is no fixing that No, girl. something happened to that little girl. According uh, yeah, to authorities, the done. children ran away from the group home. See, what was going on at that group home? For them to be so angry that they were willing to risk their lives to not go back. Oh, boy. They ran away from a group home Tuesday and evaded police for hours at about... 7.30 p.m., a passerby told deputies he heard glass breaking in a home nearby, and des- de- deputies had found that that's where they forced entry into the home. Deputies contacted the homeowner, who said that nobody should be home, and that there was a handgun, a pump shotgun, and an AK-47 inside, as well as a large amount of ammunition. ammunition. Hmm. Why, do you, why are you not locking that shit up? I, I think, like, somebody like her, I just don't know that there's as, ever fixing that. As deputies surrounded the home and tried to establish a rapport with the boy and the girl, they were met with gunfire, the sheriff said. The sheriff officer office said the children fired at deputies on four separate occasions for over about 35 minutes. At one point, the 14-year-old girl emerged from the home, threatened to kill Sergeant Donnie Maxwell. He said officers took multiple rounds of gunfire before they were left with no other choice but to return the fire. After the girl was shot, the boy who had been armed with the AK-47 surrendered to deputies, according to the sheriff's office. At least eight deputies Uh. were involved in the incident. At this press conference, Chidwood praised those officers for their restraint. Um, Deputies did everything they could to de-escalate the situation, um, and they almost lost their lives. 12-year-old and 14-year-old girl, um, she's a stable in the... So she made it, basically. Like, she yeah, made it she's, through. she's in the hospital. But they're, first of all, what's going on at that group home that is so bad that they're willing to whisk, risk their lives and shoot a police officer to not go back? Uh, Second of all, yeah. what happened to that little girl and why can't she catch a break? I mean, she could just be psycho. Um, I'm thinking but she's I, psycho, honey. I feel like something happened. Hunty. Something happened and that's why... Yeah, but you don't fix her now. I'm sorry. There's no fixing, There's no her. fixing she, her. She's going to be in, in juvie for a long time. She's going to have to do a lot of therapy. She's going to end up being in prison because she's going to kill people. She said, I'm going to run this down like GTA. Oh, dear God. Oh. Oh, my God. Like, I just, oh, God, why are these kids, like, so Fucking Florida, up? man. Oh. Only in Florida are you going to walk into a house and see a bunch of unfreaking. Locked up AK-47s and shit. Like, fucking Florida. <laughs> I think I think that can happen kind of anywhere. I don't no, know. No, it's, it's more than likely going to happen in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't test me on this one. I'm not on the Like, Kira's like, we're moving to Florida. I'm like, you're fucking nuts. There's crazy people in hurricanes. Well, I think we're keeping in with the school theme. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> So, right now, and I never, I didn't think about this. So, the kids are all leaving school and everything, and it's hot as balls here. Like, we're in the middle of, like, a little heat wave. It's, uh-huh. like, days on, right? Well, apparently, across the pond, they're also dealing with the sort of the same weather, and they're all in school. But in this one particular school, they're not allowed to turn the air on, the air conditioning on, because of COVID. What? And I'm like, you know what? At what fucking point in time? Okay, first of all, I haven't had a chance to go run down all the shit that they apparently got out of Fauci. I haven't had a chance to look at that yeah, yet. Yeah, I haven't either. There's a lot of miscommunication or, you know, misinformation or whatever there. But apparently it's pretty damaging. Yeah, I mean, some of the things that I do know so far is a little damaging. Yeah, I know. And I, I want to read them. And every time I go to look them up, it's always just articles about how, like, they're very biased. Oh, well, it was this and it was misconstrued to this. And I'm like, yes. I don't understand. Like, I need to just see. Can I just see the emails myself? Can I just read over them myself? Because... The media, whatever their agenda is, is what they're twisting around. But yeah, the one thing I so fucking confusing. The one thing I did enjoy was, and before I get back on this real quick, one thing I did enjoy was so this a friend of ours, our friend Sharon, who's all about this stuff, right? So she posts the link to this thing saying, um, you know, these emails were leaked and 
you know, blah, 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 right? So your conspiracy theorist friends were right. But it's an actual article and it goes through and it talks about all these different things, right? But the headline itself says leaked. So under her thing on Facebook, you know, they did this thing, fact check. Right. And they don't say it's wrong. They say it's misleading. So I'm like, well, let me read it. So I tap on the link and it pops up. And I said this on Sharon's thing too, because I'm waiting for them to be like, well, no, that's not what he said. Because as far as I'm concerned, this man, why, I mean, he's got all the credentials. I mean, he's done the work. He's in the thick of it. It's got to be very hard to be in the middle of all these different opinions at all the time. And, you know, I'm one of those people that says, you know, you need to believe science. Do I believe in God and Jesus? Yes. But I also believe you need to believe in science. You need to believe in what these people are telling you. So I don't go into this thinking he's completely full of shit or that this is a conspiracy theory. We've known people that have died. It's, yeah. I find this very, very serious. I take this yeah, very serious. Yeah, my sister And your sister died. was very, very, very ill and it, it didn't go well for her either. So I want to just make sure you, I, I say that up front because I did take this seriously. So I'm like waiting for them to be like, oh, well, he did this, this, and this. And they're like, well, no, it wasn't leaked. They asked for a Freedom of Information Act and then they had to give them the email because he's this public person, blah, right. blah, blah. So they never dismiss what is wrong. They just don't like that they said the emails were leaked. They weren't leaked. They were freely given to them right. from a Freedom of Information Act request by the media. So they're like, no, we don't like the word leaked. But they never counteracted anything else in the entire article. Right. So I was like, well, wait a minute. You mean this guy's really for real? Like he's really saying like, well, masks don't work. Masks don't work. He's saying all these things. And I'm like, what? Anyway, I thought that was really crazy. But... So here we have these kids. Right. And it's what leads me into this. So we have these kids that are in, well, they're in Scotland and they're in this school and they're blazing fucking hot. And the schools that they have, apparently they have to wear certain uniforms. Right. And boys are supposed to be in slacks and girls need to be in skirts. Right. So this boy comes in with shorts one day because it's fucking hot. Well, they won't put the air on because of COVID. So I'm like, well, how does that and make a damn in, bit of sense? And they're in there. They're stuck with the mask. Yeah. They've got the mask on. It's hot as hell. They're like dying in there. So they send this kid home. And so this kid was like, all right, I got you, boo. Fine. So he goes home, puts his sister's skirt on, and goes back to school. And the school is like, um, well. It's uniform. <laughs> it's uniform. I don't know what to say. So some of the other boys are, like, joining in now because they're like, well, I don't want to be hot. And skirts are great. Like, you know, they air my balls out, basically. Right? You know, they're like, this is great. Woo-hoo, so I feel Shane, my Yeah, so this is from the Daily Mail from June 4th that says, Saint Shane Richardson, 16, was sent home by teachers for wearing shorts to school. The teen then barred his 12-year-old sister, Lexi's school skirt to protest the dress code. And his mother slammed the rule at Moffat Academy in Scotland, which is under review. Of course they better put it under review. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, at what point are you going to let kids just, like, keel over from the heat right. without putting the air on and then tell them they got to be in all these, like, hot Don't they have, have sweaters and shit on, too? Um, well, no, they're allowed to have, it's button-down shirts with short sleeves. But they have to wear wool slacks. Wool slacks? Wool slacks, yes. Bitch, it's hot. Yes, and he is around 13 boys that were sent home for wearing shorts by teachers at the school. And then he, you know, of course he goes back and Shane says, there's no air conditioning switched on in the classroom just now because of COVID, so it's really, really hot. Like a few others, I was sent home for wearing shorts, so I decided to start wearing my sister Alexia's skirt. Shane's mom, Haley, 34, described the role as ridiculous. As well as Shane and about 12 other boys, some girls have also been sent home for wearing shorts. It's been sweltering outside, so for them not be able to wear smart shorts, the school is ridiculous, the mother said. So he said they are just back at school after lockdown, and it's not long until it winds up on June 24th for the summer holidays. So it's important for their education to be there. This weather was meant, uh, this weather has meant they are sitting in a hot classroom for hours and the air conditioning is switched off because of COVID-19 regulations. There is now going to be a parent committee um, meeting discuss the discuss this on a Zoom call. So I'm just thinking, God, they're put. I mean, imagine all these kids because even our kids are back in school now and they're hot as shit, you know. And it's like I'm just thinking to myself, oh my God, if all this is fucking for bullshit, like if that's really what this is, is this is being disseminated? And there's a brand new report out too, again about like the origins of where this came from um, on one of the daddy things or whatever. My friend Todd was telling me about it. And I asked them to forward me their article so I could look at it. And I'm just thinking, if this is all, like, kind of bullshit, and we put our kids through this, and, and not bullshit, because people did get sick. We put ourselves if, through this. But if there was others, you know what I mean, to, like, pull our kids out of school and all these things, I'm very interested to see 
what they really truly knew and what they didn't. Because I never right. got to read all the articles. I'm just too busy to read them all. But I just feel so bad for these kids. So it's like, you mean to tell me, based on what we know now, even if you didn't know at the time, all right? So saying they were doing the best they could with the information they had at hand. It makes sense. It was like a novel virus they didn't know. So now knowing what you know, like you wouldn't make up new regulations knowing it's hot out and saying you guys can switch on the fucking air. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's like, so all these kids are suffering and shit. You're sending them back to school to suffer. And when, wool and, and we'll slacks. And wool slacks and shit. Like you would think at some point, like, you know, all the appropriate agencies would, you know. Right kind of, you know, turn things back around. Everything so. should be, I feel like these kids should get, have less, like, fucking restrictions when it comes to, like, clothing and shit, especially at this point in time. Well, well, I have to tell you, though, so there was one thing that happened to me that was really fucking weird. It was super weird. So we went to this thing called Dino Stroll this weekend. Uh-huh. And it was where they come and they set up all, like, the dinosaur, animatronic right. dinosaurs. So um, Beth and I went with Bruce and Chris, and we took, you know, the six-year-old and, and their three-year-old, and we had... It was super fun, and um, nobody was wearing masks. I mean, very few people, but most of it, it was like, it felt weird. Did you wear a mask? I had it, like, on, but then I took it off, and then I put it back on, and I took it off. It was, like, weird, because, and it's so funny, because it's like, the I know better. Though, Delaware is reaching its 70% vaccinated rate. So, seventy, almost 70% of people in Delaware have been vaccinated from this, right. this virus. When I was in North Carolina, nobody was wearing masks. Mm-hmm. When I was in Kentucky, nobody was wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Like, in Virginia, nobody's wearing masks. Well, it was weird because here we we, we did, and we okay. primarily do. And it was, um, I don't know, like, I think somebody did a video the other day. I think it was on some guy that I followed on his Instagram. He, he reposted it. And it was a video of some person going out and asking why certain people are still wearing their masks when they were told they can remove them now. Especially outside. Like, so all these people are right. outside walking around masks on. And um, so, like, I think the recommendation at this point is that, you know. If you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. Well, inside. But outside, no. There's okay. not supposed to be any restrictions any longer in terms of being outside. So, this guy's at this large park somewhere. And I don't know where the park is. But um, it picks up where he just starts asking random people, like, why they still all have their masks on when they're outside. And, these, and like, the people really couldn't tell you why they had them on anymore. They were just like. Well, I guess because I just feel comfortable with it on, or I just, because I'm used to having it on, or um, all these other people have it on, so I want to put it on. Like, they didn't have it on. They're not a single one was yeah. like, well, I'm doing it because I want to protect myself from blah, blah, blah. Yeah, most so. of them feel, like, guilty. If, like, I went into Wawa today, and I don't have to wear a mask. I'm fully vaccinated. And I went into Wawa today, it was Scarlet, and I had my mask in my purse. And when I walked in, there were people wearing masks, so I put my mask on. And then I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I could walk in there with no mask. It's fine. But I saw people, everybody walking in that door put on their mask. So I put on my mask. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's like we're trained now to yep. sort of, to wear them. And, you know, if it, I don't know. Sometimes it, it makes me feel like I'm doing something that I don't even know that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know that it is something that's going to protect me at this point anymore. Because I think some of the stuff that they were saying, the masks don't really prevent you from catching it. It's it prevents somebody it. from like spreading it yeah. if they have it. So it was very weird to go in there. It was like, I mean, tons of people. I mean, there had to have been a thousand people in it because it was this huge, it was a Philadelphia Expo Center. It was humongous. And it was very weird to walk in. And I'm like, oh my God, these people don't have masks on. These people don't have masks on. These people don't have masks on. Like, I'm just like and looking around. And Philly. And Philly is just now, like, they didn't, like, we rolled into, okay, well, we're going to have a little more, allow a little more people here. And we're going to do this. And we're going to do that. Like, we rolled into taking the mask off. Philly was just like, all right, we're done. Take it off. <laughs> Is that what they did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was very, very surreal. I mean, the time itself was um, good. Like, the kids loved it. And, like, um, the little dinosaurs. And at the very end, <laughs> at the very end, they had all the different, like, um, um, pump-up things. So they could, like, jump in things and slide down things. But then you had to buy tickets for that. So, of course, kids wanted that or whatever. But um, even that, it was, like, weird. Like, all the kids were together. Nobody was mad. It was just the, the weirdest feeling. And I'm like... I can't believe how weird it is. I mean, given I'm, I'm going to be 44, right? So we've only been doing this now for what, a year? Yeah. Has it been a year? A little more than a year? A year and change? So I'm like, a year and change, but my whole life I've never had to wear a mask. And in this last year now, I'm like all weird, like looking around like there's nobody that has masks on. Should I mask? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know. I was like, oh, all right, feels so weird. So speaking of, you know, hundreds of people in death. Oh, Lord. So that's not- this, <laughs> this shit. This shit. Okay, so this happened in India, and I'm not going to read the whole article because it's kind of long, but I'm going to give you the cliff notes. 
So oh, yeah, and I had this one too, and it's it's a good one. It's a doozy. So a bride dies of a heart attack at a wedding. They find the bride's little sister, make her marry, make her marry the groom, while the body of her dead sister, who just dropped dead, is in the next room. Is it? I know. I saw so, that too, and I was like, "Well, that's all." Um, their uh, what's them called weddings? Arranged weddings, right, arranged it's all marriages. Arranged. Yeah, so it wasn't like the guy, like, loved his sister that died or anything. Right. But it's still, like, appalling so, that they went through with it anyway. Right. So the incident happened in Uttar Pradesh, India, when a woman named Sarbahi and a man named Mangesh Kumar were tying the knot in the Hindu ceremony on May 22nd, or May 27th, during the Jamala, which is when they exchanged the wreaths. Okay. Okay. Um, she collapsed. And the doctor was called to treat her and was like, she's dead. She had a heart attack. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. So after the doctor pronounced the bride dead, the families of the bride and the groom agreed the bride's younger sister, Nisha, would wed the groom. So it just goes to explain how, you know, an estimated 90% of marriages are arranged in India, blah, blah, blah. But this one um, said that... Her mother was in a similar situation with her aunt that died in childbirth, and there was the idea kicked around that she would marry her brother-in-law because the child needed a baby, the child mm. needed a mother. So this apparently is not, a, like, something strange with this family. Um, oh, Lord. I actually feel bad for that family. Right. So I mean, it that's says, sad. This is what somebody said. It was a bar- bizarre situation as the wedding of my younger sister took place while the dead body of my other sister was laying in another room. Sabara Sabri's sister brother told the Times of India, "We have never witness, witnessed such mixed emotion." I know because it's like her uncle yeah. a job, and she said the grief over her death and the happiness of the wedding has yet to sink in. Because it's like I'm trying to think, like in our culture, if we were similar in terms of our culture. It's like, yeah, I guess what I feel the same way, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry we lost so and so, but we gotta get to it. (laughs) Yeah, there's also this this beautiful thing that happened where this other because to them, like a wedding's a wedding, it's still you know sacred and exciting. Well, it's 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 also like something they keep they when they find a family that they like, they keep the marriages between that family. Mm. So, and it's a class thing. I just, I can't like even you can't marry it. below your class. It's almost like royalty. Oh, yeah. They do have that caste system, don't they? Um, I don't know. I'm like, I just can't even imagine. I'm like, what about the little sister? I mean, because, like, the little sister's now getting married to this person they don't even realize they're ever supposed to get married to and while she just lost her sister. sister. And how old is the little sister? I don't know like, because I don't know that. what their culture is. But, yeah. So, apparently... That is just crazy. She just stepped right up. She was like, okay. Well, I think the family, like, when you read on, because I read the article, the family had to make a decision how to make this right. Right. Because they already paid the dowry. Yeah. And it was, like, some humongous dowry they paid mm-hmm. for or something like that. And they were like, well, we got to kind of make this right. And they're like, oh, well, guess what? We have a backup daughter. So here we go. Because it, to them, it's like, it's like a business transaction and a way, yeah. you know, to sort of create allies and things like that. So I don't know. I just thought that was really, really, really interesting. Um. Well, I mean, speaking of funerals, I mean, because that was one way of doing it, I guess that was one, one way of doing it. So, according to Edgar Al, EdgarAllenPoets.com, uh-huh. I mean, obviously not daddy news not in daddy any way, news. shape, or form, but um, apparently, according to this thing, they're saying Maine may legalize Viking-style funerals and let you literally go out in a blaze of glory. That is so exciting. I, I'm that not is lie. so exciting. Like, I'm wondering how they would do it. Like, do you hire the archers for your Viking funeral while you're out on Lake, <laughs> I know. Lake Titicaca or whatever it is in Maine? Lake Titicaca. Lake Superior. I know it's one of, one of those lakes are out there, I'm sure. And you're on this giant bale of hay and, and you're dressed in your, like, robes. Like, are there people waiting to... Shoot this flaming arrow, and are they wearing furs and horns? <laughs> I don't know. Could you imagine? Like, I would like to have a Viking style wedding. Please come in Viking garb. That's a funeral, not a wedding. You said. Oh, fuck! Again. God damn it! <laughs> and 
Viking wedding. I have they wedding just, on the brain. They just like clobber a bitch and rape them and say, no, you, <laughs> now you're my wife. <laughs> you wife now. That's caveman, not, not, not. Damn, I'm really just not, I'm killing it today, huh? I'm just, I'm doing such a great job. But it says, <laughs> I'm falling apart today. It's a particularly cool inquiry to pose to your friends during a pleasant round of truth or dare at a Halloween party. How might you need your burial service to be? There are a lot of approaches, obviously. It is a rarity indeed considered that the process of making arrangements for your own post-mortem occasion isn't exactly a sweet one. In any case, if you somehow manage to fantasize how you'd like your burial service to be, normally the word epic may ring a bell. Without a doubt, there are a great deal of wonderful melodies that you may have affected. Blah, blah, blah. This is kind of boring. It, it basically goes on to talk about Maine is considering having Viking funerals. So they're considering allowing you to do it. So they're going to get a little boat, put you in there, shove some sticks on top, put some like lighter fluid on you or whatever. Because, you know, that nothing screams like... Hay and herbs and, and yeah. flowers and shit like that. And then they will light up. They wrap you up in a cloth. Do they wrap you up in a cloth? Yeah. Don't you watch TV? I do, <laughs> but goddamn, a bitch is tired shit. <laughs> Got four fucking kids. I feel like I watched an episode of Outlander where they were like doing a Viking funeral like that, and yeah, the guy I kept probably missing. did. The guy kept missing. <laughs> it says the specific bill will go on the desk of Good Ground Great Beyond the Funeral Administration Association. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If you're out in the middle of this lake and they start you on fire and you're in a little boat and the pyre, you know, goes up, but then you sink, like, what if your body's not completely burned up? Well, I don't think it would. And then you got, like, homeboys, kids, like, next summer swimming in the lake because it's, <laughs> their, your skull. it's their fucking lake fucking vacation. House. And they come out of the water and here comes the rest of Uncle Chucky's fucking you know, arm attached to this kid's swim trunks because his body didn't completely disintegrate because they decided to burn him on water. <laughs> and then the mom, Karen, who paid for this little vacation, is going to be very, very angry that little Jimmy popped up with Uncle Chuck's arm. Right. Um, and then she's going to sue. <laughs> exactly. Well, it says apparently, like, I guess there's, okay, so it talks about there's funeral administration um, that performs unconventional burial services. And assuming the bill is passed, any charitable association with at least 20 sections of land to their name, 20 sections of land, to the name might be allowed to hold a Viking-style memorial service. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, it has to be a specific thing, and I don't know, I guess if, I don't, any charitable association with at least 20 sections of land. I don't understand how that would even work. So it has to be a charity that owns land that says... I guess maybe that's where you'd have the Viking style thing. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. I personally think it's kind of amazing. Just burn them up in the koi pond, Bob. <laughs> burn them up in the koi pond. <laughs> oh, Tired my of those God. frogs, anyway. I know. Anyway. Um, what do I got here? Uh, <laughs> what? Speaking of some bullshit. Um, <laughs> speaking of some bullshit. Okay. So there was a woman accused of catfishing her boyfriend after he saw her without makeup <laughs> and to be fair did bruce write this did he to be fair like these fucking women and their makeup tricks are fucking insane now you you look like a whole new fucking you're shapeshifters anyway and I oh my god did you just hear that uh-uh katie just farted oh great i wonder if it's gonna Excuse be on her. the tape it's so loud it an unnamed right. woman revealed how she was accused of catfishing when a boyfriend saw her without makeup the twin <laughs> The 20-year-old <laughs> took to Reddit to explain she has, a, she has hormonal acne and tends to have breakouts on her cheeks and chins. She covers up her spots during six dates with a love interest, but decided to ditch the makeup for the weekend trip away with friends. At first, I didn't, he didn't say anything, just looked at me a bit weird. When we were alone, he just told me that he didn't know I had acne and that <gasps> I... What? <laughs> I didn't know I had acne like that. After that, he's been acting distant the whole trip, she explained. When we got home that night, he said it it would be for the best to stop seeing each other because he doesn't like me anymore. <gasps> as the last thing, as the very last thing, he said that I shouldn't leave people on like that. 
Are you kidding me? In the I and the Asshole forum, she wrote, I'm 20 years old, me and my guy, that guy also 20, had been on six dates before the incident and everything was going fine before that. My acne is caused by hormonal issues. These are the most accurate pics I could take. Some of the spots are a bit redder in reality, but it's not a dramatic difference. I don't have breakouts on my forehead or anywhere else on my body. I usually cover up my acne with makeup. However, this is the only thing I do to my face is makeup, makeup wise. So I don't like completely look like a different person when I make up my makeup is less. This weekend, me and the guy and the few mutual friends went out on backpacking trip and he saw me with no makeup for the first time. I feel like I dodged a bullet here, but at the same time, it haunts me to think that I'm cat. He thinks I'm catfishing people, and I wonder if anyone else feels the same way. I wear makeup because I'm not the biggest fan of acne, and because it's it makes me feel a bit more confident. She also revealed that her ex had split up with her former his former flame because she changed her hairstyle. All right, look, girlfriend. At this point, you know goddamn well it ain't about you. I don't even right. know why you're making. You this- have dodged a bullet. I asked yes. mutual, mutuals about that guy, and apparently he broke up with his ex because she cut her hair short. Just thought he might be interested in knowing. So, yeah, definitely dodge the bullet. You know what? And not only that, though, if you have, like, really bad acne, no matter what, like, when you put your makeup on, you can still tell. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. Katie can put her fucking makeup on, and you have to get real close up, because that bitch is a fucking sorceress. Like, she's like, Mom, because you see how I got these brown spots here? Uh-huh. Hyperpigmentation. Yeah. She's like, Mom. She was like, you need pink. Pink covers brown. And that bitch did my makeup and was like... I look like a whole new person. You didn't see shit. Well, yeah, but I mean, usually, like, if you have that bad of acne that he was so concerned about, like, you would still kind of be able to see the bumps and the lumps and, and, and all that stuff. It wasn't even, like, cystic acne. It was just, like, regular acne. So she could probably easily cover it up. You know what? You definitely... He was mm. shallow. And shallow. I kind of have the same thing going on. Like, I had all these, like, breakouts, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, hormonally. And I'm thinking, it's so unfair to be 44 years old and to be a raging connoisseurus rex one time a month. And I, and this is how bad it is. I hate everybody. I know. And when I would tell you, like, I mean, the hormone shift during that one little span of time for me, and it's most months now, like, it used to be every other month or whatever, but it's most months now. That I will literally, like, look at him or my friends and, like, hate them. Like, and it it feels, it doesn't feel like for any other reason, like, either. It doesn't feel like, oh, well, it's because you upset me today. No, I genuinely do not want anything to do with you and I resent you and I don't want us together anymore. And it is awful. And then it's like, it lifts. And then I'm like, oh, God, I'm so in love with you You over again. You need some Sammy. Apparently, that's supposed to help. It's a supplement. That's well, I am going to talk to my gynecologist because I'm like, look, the last time I went, I remember last time, I was like, you got to do something. And the only thing that they were saying that you could do was like basically birth control. But I'm like, I don't think you understand. I'm like, I literally look at my fiance and hate his entire fucking face and would literally just collapse our entire relationship. And it's not because he's done anything specifically either. Like, understand that. It is only and specifically due to this thing. That has create that creates this whole different alternate reality, and it's the slight shift in hormones. That's how crazy hormones are. Like the doctor was explaining to me, it's the slightest shift that you can't even detect via like laboratory work. Um, it's that minute that it can just blow up your entire life, and it is like that. Like I and I keep trying to remember, but it feels so real to me, you know, during it happening that I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, I'm going, and actually, our boss got like seeds put in. Yes, she said, she said, I said the other day, I said, I'm having a hot flash. She said, I got seeds put up my ass, Jamie. Haven't had a hot flash since. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, you know, if I'm not menopausal, can I go get seeds? Because what what the shit? It's like, it's like a hormone sort of replacement. And, um, you go and get like your blood work done and make sure everything's okay. And then you do like these little, and it's, they call them seeds. And then they just sort of put them in your your butt. outer thigh. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of like your outer thigh in your butt, like near oh, there. Oh, she, I thought she said she put, got to put it in her butt. No, it's like over here. Oh, so it was like, like in needle. your thigh. It's kind of like on your outer thigh, they put them in Is there. Is it like an implant? It's like an implant. And they oh, call see, them this seeds. Bitch. This bitch. And it's not even that expensive to get done, but I mean, but she's menopausal at this point, so I don't know. You might be, like. But I'm like, you gotta do something, because I'm literally gonna crash my whole entire life, because I have one span of, like, five days where I just, I hate every fucking buddy. And do you have any idea how hard it is to keep your shit together when your hormones are being, like, no, kill them all? So I'm just like, oh my god, and I hate his face, and I'm like, it's your fault. It's your fault. I resent everything about you. I hate your fucking face. 
And it's an awful feeling to have because then as soon as it lifts, I'm like, and it's so funny because I'll like roll over in the morning and it's like the morning it lifts. Like I wake up yeah, and I feel fine. Right. And I roll over and I'm like, I love you, babe. And he's like, Oh my God, you do like what's happening. Are you back? Are you back? We were waiting for you come to come back, back to me. But I mean, and it's, so it's, it's actually, it's, it's interesting, but I'm like, it's almost like every yeah, month. Yeah. You should like definitely that. look good getting those seeds up your butt. Well, you know, and mom, I know it's not up your butt, but that's what Kathy told me. And now that's what it's going to be from now on. I was picturing her with like giant capsules going up her ass, like suppositories. No, and they really are. They actually just stick you with these things. But, um, I don't know. I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, a little bit, but I mean, we're going to go ahead and wrap this stuff up and don't worry. I'm actually not going to kill anybody. I love actually everybody. I just get really cunning. But if you, right, <laughs> if you found a miracle butt plug, Sarah, like, seed, and you want to tell miracle. us about it for Danielle's hormonal issues, write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can find me at Jamie at straightfromthenet at, in the TikTok and Twitter. Um, You can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. And then Danielle will tell you about all the great podcast platforms you can hear us on. Oh, look, and it's 222. I don't know about any of you guys, but I just love it when I get, like, the same numbers all the time. And that's kind of what I'm going through right now. And I thought that was kind of neat. So, anyway, it's 222 right now. Um, but anyway, you can find us on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And if you miss it, that's okay. They're going to replay us, replay us again on Saturdays at 7. And if you miss it, then I'm going to upload to all of our platforms on Sunday. And those platforms are Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So I guess we'll uh, catch you next time. Don't all be right? shit people. Okay, bye. All right, bye.